0: This is Deepa from com, and you're listening to the Deep Beauty Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Deep Beauty Podcast. I am so excited today because I have a really, really awesome guest. This is Priyanka Oza. She is a South Asian blogger and a coffee-obsessed lover. I love that. How are you doing today, Priyanka?
1: I am doing better and well now that I'm talking to you. Oh, that's you're too sweet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we have Priyanka on the, on the podcast today because we wanted to talk to her about her journey with dating in the South Asian community. And I think that's what a lot of people that are listening can relate to is the pressure that we feel when it comes to dating. When you get to a certain age and your parents have gotten the biodata data out, they're trying to get mm-hmm. you, you know, hooked up and married and shipped off and uh, settled down as, you know, they love to say. That's what, that's what our South Asian parents love to say. Um, but you have sort of kind of, push yourself past all that pressure and have come to your own definition of what is going to fulfill you and make you happy in your life. All right. So I just, so I want to talk to you Priyanka about how the pressure for settling down has been
1: for you. Okay. So very intense because for, you know, my South Asians out there that know what this means. And for those that don't, I'll explain. So I come from, I'm from India. My parents are from India. I was born here. Um, we're from Gujarat, we're Gujarati, and we're also, like, in terms of caste, um, my family is very religious, they're strict Brahmins, and they're, like, really, like, Brahmins are really religious, spiritual teachers, etc., and, like, my family kind of followed that formula to a T, no one's married outside the caste, everyone does, like, you know, prayer in the morning, puja, arti, whatever, my mom is, like, always listening to, like, Baba Ramdev, and just, it's just crazy, Um, so conservative, and so kind of by the book. Um, in terms of what like scripture Indian scripture says that you need to do so my mom has always been like no you need to marry someone of the same caste, blah 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 not only of the same caste, like a certain astrological sign and oh my gosh wow like hard yeah she's and my mom I love her shout out to my mom mom I love you I don't know if you're ever gonna hear this but um (laughs) she she has a really great heart but to her that's right and she's a very strong aggressive and loud woman and I guess you guys can tell why I'm the way I am now, but she's um, very, very aggressive. So um, in a loving way, but very aggressive. So she's very like, no, like if I'm going to find you a guy, then it's going to be a a Gujarati Brahmin who's like a certain amount of years older than you, certain astrological side to the point where when I've been in love and I've had a boyfriend and on paper he was perfect for me, like the only thing wrong with him, quote unquote, was like, He wasn't the same cast. His parents were mixed cast. Like, he didn't really know what cast he was. I didn't care about that. And she was very, like, I like him, but not for you. And that's a lot of pressure coming from your mom when you're, like, in a relationship. So um, I get it, people out there. Like, it's a lot of pressure. Um, I think that I'm definitely one of the more extreme cases when it comes to the pressure.
0: That is definitely pretty extreme because, I mean, from, like, my own family and my experiences and stuff, like, growing up, we had the pressure to find somebody of the same caste and the same religion. Um, and that's narrowing down the field enough. But to add the astrological part on top of that, I mean, if there's like five guys that you can choose from, how are you going to...
1: There's, well, there's not even one. I tell my mom all the time because she's like, sometimes like these aunties out here or my mom or my family be like, you're not trying and I wish I could just like beat it into their head sometime. I'm like, I'm trying. What do you mean I'm not trying? Like, Like I'm out here First of all, you're already putting all these. First of all, there are no like good guys, period. Sometimes, and then all out all, all the filters that you're putting on me. Like, I wish you guys would understand how hard it is. And then I have what I want and what my life is, which is a whole other set of complications and filters and what what I who I gel with. So it's hard, and they don't. Sometimes they don't understand that they just see that I'm 27, which is apparently very old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like past my prime apparently, and so they don't get it. But you know what? What I've realized is. They don't have to get it and they might never get it. And me trying to make them get it is like beating my head against a wall. Like my head's going to get bloody and they're just going to be like, what's wrong with her? Like, why is she so crazy? You know, when I get really aggressive, like I'm trying, guys. They're like, "Okay, we get it. You know, and it's like, but you don't. But that's okay.
0: (laughs) It's so much pressure. It is so much pressure. I, I swear to God, they need to have like a South Asian version of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette where it's like completely PG so that your parents can watch. <laughs> and, but you have like 25 guys to choose from and you have like all these weeks to get to know them and stuff. I think that would – somebody – okay, if anybody is listening that is We're producer, in, yeah. yes, please, yeah. please create this. Please. Mindy we need calling, it.
1: Mindy calling. Get at us.
0: Yes. At, at Chit Chat. <laughs> exactly. Get at me. <laughs> exactly. That's too funny. Oh, my gosh. So, okay. Now, you know, another thing is when we're dating in the South Asian community, I think most people know is that you're not just casually dating. You're not, you know, oh like my God, <laughs> you are dating for the purpose of getting married. Has that like, has that always like been at the back of your mind as well, rather than sort of just taking the relationship for what it is?
1: Yes, absolutely. To the point where I didn't have my first boyfriend until I was 23 years old. Um, and it was like serious. It was like, we love each other and we're, we can see ourselves marrying each other. Um, same religion, same community, blah, blah, blah. And, um, it was so serious. And I remember being, and you know, we met each other's parents right away. And I remember being like, we're 23, we're too young to be thinking about the rest of our lives. And he was kind of like, no, it's not. And I mean, that relationship didn't end up working out. And I would say parental pressure to like take the next step and get engaged had a big deal to do with it Mm -hmm. because we were so young we were both on contract positions so it's like we're already long distance so it's like what's my next step I don't know we can't live together because we're not engaged are you going to move for me am I going to move for you like it just was so much and I mean it just yeah that's really I still fight that every time I date because sometimes I just but you know people don't get to know me either it's not just girls brown girls being like we have to get, date to get married. It's also brown guys.
0: Yeah, Like what I've
1: seen the trend is like a brown guy will either dismiss you because of one of those filters, whether it's, you know, Oh, I was born in India and you were born in America. So it might not work or you're a different cast or whatever. Um, but also like they're either like, Oh, I can't marry you. Cause you're not a Patel. I've heard that before, by the way, I oh can't marry gosh. you. Cause you're not a Patel or like they're just F boys. I know I can't curse and <laughs> I don't, I don't meet their criterias for that. So, but that's good. I want the F boys to stay away from me. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's like really, it's hard. It's like, not only are we're like South Asian millennials in America dealing with these F boys, and then we're dealing with our parents and these cultural filters. And it's really easy to get lazy behind those filters. I've definitely had people be like, oh, can you send me your horoscope? My parents want to see it. And I challenge that notion. I'm like, don't you think that our personalities um, matching is like more important. And he's like, I don't, you know, he or she, like whoever might be like, I don't know. I've never thought about it. And then in my head, I'm like, well, if you're not someone that challenges this notion and can talk to me about that, then you're definitely not going to be able to spend your life with me. You know, like, um, this is a challenge we'll have every step of the way because I'm not someone that's just gonna, you don't buy like, into that. You don't buy into all that. I'm all for respect. Like an example is like my mom hates it when I wear sleeveless clothing. So like when I buy Indian clothes and I'm at a wedding or whatever, I was at a family wedding, I bought like all clothes with sleeves so that when she saw the pictures, like, you know, she would be happy instead of like, why are you wearing sleeveless clothing? I don't like that. So I get respect. I definitely do little things just because I have a conservative South Asian mom and I want her, want to make her happy. But larger picture things, like, nah, I'm not about to do that.
0: Yeah, well, I I like that you're able to just sort of – be who you are and not sort of succumb to the pressure because i think for a lot of people it's not that easy for them you know or they they don't
1: have that strength that you have to just sort of be it's like you be, know what? this be is be what it is it's not i mean i've had so many challenges with it but at the end of the day like it's not worth it to lose yourself to please anyone and if your parents are your parents they love you even if they're aggressive about their ways like i promise on the inside, they love you and want you to be happy. That's, like, what I would say to anybody out there that's, like, terrified of making their parents mad. Like, even when your parents are, like... And I get it. Like, I have a very aggressive South Asian mom. Like, I get it. I don't have... She's not always super supportive of my life choices. But, like, even she says, like, I can't make you marry someone, and I don't want to make you marry someone, and then have you come back to me with your issues, and I feel bad. Like, so even, you know, the 10 days that she will be aggressive... There's that one day where she's like, okay, like, I don't want you to be unhappy. It's just like, you just have to know that this is the position we're in. We're South Asian millennials, first generation. It's a privileged position, but it also comes with those a lot of 10 pressure. to 1 days. Yeah, 10 days where there's tons of pressure and one day where your parents might get it yeah. or they may not. So you're, you got pre- to. You're preaching to the choir. <laughs> I, <I'll preach.
0: laughs> no, I, uh, I definitely went through. Pretty much the same sort of thing. Uh, I was 23 with the first relationship and uh, I actually ended up marrying him and then got a divorce. Uh, He was the same religion, same caste, same everything. And, uh, oh, that's crazy. And it was sort of like, you know, I think it was, it was when we told our parents, it was that pressure that, you know, now they know, now I have to follow this through uh, I don't know that if I had been in a different culture, if I had been able to date, you know, earlier than that and been in different relationships, if I would have ended up yeah. in that same situation. And now I'm remarried. My husband is not even South Asian. He's, yeah. uh, he's Irish-American. And my parents yeah. love him and just want me to be happy. And they see how happy he makes me. And I just feel like... What- YouTube video of him doing your makeup it was hilarious. He's yeah. so adorable. He's so funny. He's so cute.
1: Well, yeah. I think so. he's anyways. like Don't worry about it. I, I. This is my special technique. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll teach you right there.
0: I was dying. Know he's very, very confident. I was dying. But, but yeah, I- no. But like, it took all that for my parents to be like, okay, you know what? Just whatever makes you happy. So I just. I feel like if we could just cut out that first part, you know, like, yeah, all that, all that stuff that you have to go through and just focus on finding somebody that, like you said, just like, like totally mixes with your personality and it's more about personality and it's more about, you know, what you want out of life and having the same sort of, um, dreams and goals and and stuff like that, rather than it being based on where they were born, what family they were born
1: into, what sun Mm. or moon or whatever they were born into. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, yeah, it's crazy because, and I will say that I got out of my relationship in the nick of time because I'm not, I'm not trying to like hate on anybody, but, and I mean, in my, in my case, I was the girl and he was the guy and he was the one that was kind of passive about it. It could easily be cases where the girl's passive, but like, I saw him being passive about kind of like, oh, our parents want us to do this, you know? And I used to be like, yo, tell your parents we're not ready. And he'd be like, yeah, okay. And then I would talk to the parents and the parents would be like, so when are you guys going to get engaged? And I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Sometimes you got to be the bad guy. Like I, so I ended the relationship. And I walked away from wow. it because I saw my future. I saw that I would have a ring on my finger and I would rather not have someone get cold feet then. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I so I walked away and I ruined all of that. Like that family still doesn't talk to me. That that ex still doesn't talk to me. But like in my heart of hearts, I know that I did the right thing. And I mean, it does take a lot of strength and courage and it's mm-hmm. not fun and in a moment, I was like dying for like two years. I was just like, what did I do? But now looking back, like I moved to Atlanta, I have this job, you know, I'm starting to get involved in blogging and the South Asian space, really finding my voice. And it was like all worth it. So that's another thing, like patience is key, especially if you're going to wait to find someone that you gel with instead mm-hmm. of like this arranged marriage formula. Like you got to be patient. You have to wait. Um, I'm still single, you know, and it's like instead of being like, oh, I'm single, I just realized that. I it's a blessing to be single and have a choice
0: yes. to not fit
1: into this girl narrative. Like I don't, you don't have to fit into it if you don't want to, but if you do, that's great too. Like that's amazing. Like I would love, I would have loved to have been married by twenty five, like house, kids, whatever. You know, till date, I'm like whoever marries me better. know. we're gonna have kids right away. Like you know, <laughs> but but
0: I think it's thing- like
1: mm-hmm. it's sort of it's the
0: luck of the draw though too, right? Like I mean, I feel like okay, so like my best friend, she is. She was how old was she when she got married? She was like in her, I think, mid twenties, and she, they're they've been married for ten years now and have three beautiful kids. And she, but she lucked out. He's an amazing guy. He's he's an amazing guy, and they're so right for each other. But that's not always the case. Like she married no, in her know. caste and religion and everything like that. She's a Gujarati as well. Right.
1: And but you know what I love her and hate her at the same time.
0: Shout out (laughs) to your friend because that's
1: crazy. I we all want that life, but good for her.
0: (laughs) But you know, but yeah, but you know, she's been through her stuff as well. But yeah, like absolutely, yeah. But like, I feel like that's not the norm, though. I don't, I don't think like if you're gonna fall, you know, I don't want to say fall in line, but it kind of feels like that sometimes. But if you are going to, you know, sort of succumb to the pressure and try to make your parents happy and end up marrying the person that they want it's the luck of the draw that that's going to be the person that's right for you. It's not going to be guaranteed. Oh, so glad
1: you said that me. I live with two other girls. They're four years younger than me. They're 23. I'm 27. We talk about this all the time. And I heard someone say this, like, um, I think it was Scooter Braun. If people don't know who he is, he's Justin Bieber's manager. So I was listening to a podcast and he was talking about his journey with love. And he said, you can make everything happen for yourself, career, money, weight. You can look how you want. You can buy what you want. You can create your career, but love is, he said falling in love is like finding the next superstar, how he happened to stumble upon Justin Bieber. Cause he just stumbled upon Justin Bieber. Like it's like falling in love is like finding a superstar. It just, it's a luck of the draw. It either happens or it doesn't and you can't control it. So it, you true. have, and we have this notion, especially with Bollywood movies and stuff. Gosh, if I could just like burn all <laughs> the movies, but like with Bollywood movies and Hollywood movies, this notion that romanticism and true love, like, we're entitled to it and it just falls into your lap and everyone should have it. Everyone should have it. I'm not saying they shouldn't, but it's rare and it's difficult and it doesn't happen. And I think like it doesn't, if you want it to happen organically, you've got to be patient like it. And if you want it to happen within the arranged marriage system, it absolutely can. But I don't know one person that hasn't gone through their shit with that system before finding that person with the same caste, same religion, they've heard 50 times like you're not this we can't beat it you know so it's it's and I've been told you're not a Patel and you know I kind of I kind (laughs) of make a joke about it because like if you look at the caste system like my caste is the highest so in my head sometimes I'm like why I'm a higher caste why you but that's not what it's about you know (laughs) (laughs) like like, I used to tell my ex all the time like whatever I'm gonna uplift your life like (laughs) you know and we would laugh about it but at the same time it's well, he wants a Patel. I'm not a Patel. What am I going to do? And that's before they get to know you. And like that shit hurts. That's something people don't talk about either.
0: Yeah.
1: Is, like, that hurts and other things hurt. And it's just, um, and I think maybe our parents have been married for so long. They forgot that process for themselves. Like mom, like, remember when you were getting rejected at one point, how bad that <laughs> felt? Like, that's exactly what we go through. <laughs> I remember, so,
0: like one one guy just like ghosted me because I think because he he found out I was a year older than him, mm. and I was just like, "What? That's
1: what? crazy!" And I'm interested to hear your husband's perspective. I'm sure you guys have talked about this because he's Irish American, and he's you know he it's different for this, them. They none I, of the,
0: he is he is a year younger than me, and that wasn't yeah. even like a thing. Like,
1: yeah, like that's so <laughs> crazy, and like. <laughs> it's, it's that's all I can say. And anybody that's listening, like, like make a choice. Just like your career, everything else, like it's a choice. Like that's what it came down to for me. It's a choice. I want to make my mom happy, but I can either choose to fit into what I like to call this brown girl narrative, or I cannot and take what comes with it. Similarly, like if you decide I'm gonna move away from everything I know to pursue this job, then when you're sitting in that city lonely for the first year or so like that's just what what comes with it when you're sitting at that job that you wanted and it's frustrating and you're learning that's what comes with it and you have to remember you'd rather have that than living in your parents backyard and working for that same company for your whole life like some of your friends right so similarly here if you're going to choose to do the arranged marriage system and make your parents happy then what comes with it accept it like all right that guy goes to me because i'm a year younger well i'm gonna go find the next guy on shadi.com or whatever but if you're like me and you, you don't want to do that, then make be like, I will accept the uncomfortable conversations with my parents. They'll either get it or they won't. And even if they don't get it, they still love me. And I will just be out here and risk waiting and, and being, quote unquote, lonely and really just challenging people that come up to me and say, like, oh, show me your horoscope. You know, like, I'd rather take that. I'd rather have guys be like, sorry, man, you're too much for me because you're questioning all these things. It's like, good, we're not right for each other.
0: I love like, you that.
1: Know? I love that. That so, is,
0: oh my gosh. I, I hope that there are, are people that are listening that are going to be able to take away from this because that is just such great insight and great advice because I feel like there's too many people that are just too afraid to take that stance and also two people that, like you said, will choose the one path but not want to deal with the stuff that comes with it. It's like, well, you chose it right
1: it's like if I want to lose weight then I got to go to the gym like I was just complaining yesterday like I don't want to like have to like portion out my shit but it's like (laughs) sorry but like but then I realized it's like you can either just be content where you're at or you can go to the gym like I don't know anybody successful in anything that hasn't put in that much work so that's another thing it's like you want what you want, but you got to put in the work. So I think that also, like, and I mean, I get some flack for this from my friends because, like, you treat everything like a business. I don't. It's not that, but, like, everything is kind of, like, the same. Like, love isn't a business, but the process is you have to approach it the same way. Like, whether it's your career, your, it's all your life. So your life, like, you got to put in the work. You got to mm-hmm. deal with the yes. mess that comes with it. Yes. It's not a fairy tale. Um, You might hit the jackpot. You might not. And, like, you quote unquote might fail but like but at least I mean, you tried right yeah you tried like I just always used the like living in your parents basement mentality like would you rather just be in your parents basement and be comfortable or would you rather like have a couple bruises and like break a few bones and I mean I don't love is like the biggest gamble that's another thing people don't realize is like yeah it's a gamble it's the biggest high stakes game forget business forget everything it's your personal life's like the biggest gamble and Sometimes like right now I'm in a phase where I'm not ready to gamble it. I'm not dating right now. I serial dated a lot this year. Um had very interesting experiences, which I'm gonna make a YouTube video about, which everyone should it's entertaining nonetheless. So, you know, I'm gonna do that, but it I'm not dating right now because I'm like I don't wanna deal with what comes with it right now. I'm not in that headspace. I need to focus on other things. At the same time, I'm not complaining like, oh man. I haven't gone on a date in like three months. It's like, all right, that this isolation that you're putting on yourself right now from that world is what comes with what you want to do next. So you just got to take, give and take and take, take everything as it comes.
0: I'm definitely looking forward to your YouTube videos. I think they're going to be amazing. You're (laughs) hilarious. I'm thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast. Um, I'm going to post all of uh, uh, Priyanka's links in the blog post for this episode, but you can follow her, on Instagram, um, and it's chit chat and chai. And, uh, you've got a blog as well that you're going to get up and running,
1: right? Yes, absolutely. Yay. I'm working with, uh, I'm working with akansha from citrus and gold. Shout out to akansha She's a great coach. She, she's um, a I'm great working girl. with her. Yeah, she's great. She's So strategic too. So smart. Um, <laughs> so she, and she's cute. <laughs> um, she, um, I'm get, I'm working with her to get it up and running. And, um, I kind of, you know, the blog, um, I'm a writer by heart, so the blog will have, like, my writing, and um, my Instagram has a lot of my, like, conversational poetry, like I like to call it, where I, I just get inspired by pictures and topics or what I'm going through that day, and um, I write about it. So, yeah.
0: That's awesome. Check Everybody check it out, and thank you so much again, Priyanka, and I will see you guys all next week with another podcast episode.